in this second session on Ephesians 1, 3 through 6, I want to tackle the question of this designation, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And then he goes on to describe those in the next 10 verses or so. So what's puzzling here is that God would be called the God of the Lord Jesus, even though Jesus is God, that he would be called the Father of our Lord Jesus is not unique. That is, it's not unusual because he's our Father as well. So what is going on? Why the focus here on God as the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why not say simply, blessed be our God and Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus. Why not lump us in here as well? Because we know from the preceding verse that God, grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So we know that Father of our Lord Jesus Christ doesn't mean that he's the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ only. He's also our Father. And Philippians chapter 4, verse 20, it says, To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Our God and our Father. So he's our God, not just the God of the Lord Jesus. So my, my specific question is that these words force on me is why the focus on God as the God of the Lord Jesus and the Father of the Lord Jesus here. So, Father, we know that it is a precious thing that you are our God and our Father. And we would like to know what Paul is doing here when he says, you are the God of Jesus and the Father of Jesus, it seems, in a focused way here. Show us why this is here, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go back to where this may have originated. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus. Here we are at the end of the Gospel of John. Jesus is risen from the dead. He's been seen by Mary near the tomb where he has just been raised from the dead. And it says, Jesus said to Mary, do not cling to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers, that'll be significant, and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Now that is a very odd way to talk, isn't it? 
What's the point of his saying that? It seems to me, and most interpreters agree, that he says it in this peculiar way in order to draw attention to the fact that we do have the same Father and we do have the same God as the risen Jesus Christ. But, instead of saying our Father and our God, he says my Father and your Father, my God and your God, in order to say there is a difference. So let's look at the similarity and the difference for just a moment. The word brothers here signals the similarity of the word father. God is the father of Jesus and of us in such a way that we become brothers with Jesus. My brothers. So there's a similarity in the fatherhood because we're all brothers. Jesus and we have one father in the family. And if you go back to Matthew 27, 46 on the cross, you read, And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In other words, Jesus identifies God as his God precisely in his humanness. He can die. And he can experience God-forsakenness on the cross. So that's what we can experience. We are human. So the distinction between my God and your God, the similarity is I have become a, a man so that I can know God as my God the way humans know God as their God. But what about the the differences between how the Father is Jesus' Father and our Father. John 1.14, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. He's one of a kind in His relation to the Father. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son. So we are not sons of God like this. There is a unique relationship with the Father that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. And Paul himself says in Romans 8.32, He who did not spare His own Son, unique own Son, He did not spare but gave him up for us all so that we could become sons, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things, including what? Adoption. We're back at 1, 3 through 6. So the uniqueness of the way that God is the Father of the Lord Jesus is that through the Lord Jesus, by adoption, we can become sons. Predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ. So it's through the unique sonship of Jesus that we can have any sonship of, um, toward God at all. Same thing would be true of calling God the God 
of Jesus and the God of us? How do we become people who have God as our God? Ephesians 2.16, that Christ might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. If Christ had not died on the cross, we would not have God as our God. We would only have God as our enemy. There would still be hostility between us and God and us and others. So there is a unique sense in which Jesus, the Lord Jesus, has God as his Father and a unique sense in which he has God as his God. And so my answer to the question Why is this emphasized precisely here? When Paul is blessing God for all of the blessings that he has given us, why does he bless God as the God of the Lord Jesus and the Father of the Lord Jesus? And my answer would be because it's precisely the unique relationship that God has to the Lord as God and God has to the Lord as Father, which enables all this to be possible. Let's just read it and you'll see what I mean. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, with which he has graciously favored us in the beloved, in Christ, in him, through Christ, in him. None of that would be possible if this unique relationship of God as uniquely Jesus' God and the Father as uniquely Jesus' Father. It has to be different from our experience of God as our God. It has to be different from our experience of the Father as our Father because Our enjoyment of God as God and our enjoyment of having him as our father is owing to this unique relationship worked out in these acts of salvation.